All right, welcome to our special uh, Boba Fett edition podcast slash video, whatever you want to call it, I guess, right? Video cast? It's a video podcast. Yeah, video pod. Yeah, and That's a gonna, thing. Well, we were doing our uh, regular uh, Boba Fett review. This is going to be for chapter four, which is called The Gathering of the Storm. Ooh, I love that title. That's a... That's yeah. a that's a, a title that's, you know, to talk about things are going to be happening very soon. Um, mm-hmm. The big war, I guess, for the Pikes is what they're probably referring to. Um, and if you're listening to us for the first time on our podcast platforms on Apple, uh, I, I mean, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, welcome. And uh, check out our weekly podcast we do, which is every Monday we do it on YouTube. And if you and wanna, it's live and yeah, it's on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. It's on live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And it's at Astonishing News and Reviews on our YouTube channel. Go ahead over there and hit the like and subscribe button and hit the notification button as well so you don't miss any of our content when it drops. And if you're looking for us on social media, go to at AstonishingNR. We're everywhere, pretty much. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, anything that we're not on, let All us know. All the internet things. Yeah, anything that we're not on, let us know. We'll, 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 we'll go on there, whatever, as long as it's pop culture related, right? And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with all of that out of the way, we thank everyone for watching us and um, listening to us. So we will start off with a quick warning to anybody that hasn't watched episode four. You have to go watch that if you don't want to get spoiled because we're going to spoil it. It's a review. It's pretty self-explanatory, right? So we're going to talk about uh, the entire show and all the little Easter eggs and things like that. Anything that we miss, let us know in the you know in our social media outlets or our YouTube channel, and uh, we will love to because there's always going to be things that we're going to miss. We're not perfect. We aim to be perfect. Justin thinks he's perfect, but he's pretty close to being perfect. All right, almost there. So, Justin, chapter four. Yes. All right. Yeah. So it's another. You want to call this a filler episode? No. No. This was my favorite episode. Oh, okay. This was um, this. I'm not gonna get it. Got this. me. <laughs> okay. This, this got me excited for the series again because you were off the wagon for a bit, right, dude? After the last episode, I was just like, I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> and this felt like this should have been episode one. Oh my god, I feel the same way, right? Like this yeah. is what we should have got right off the beginning. Yeah. How we much? Get, how much like, more sense would, would this would make if it was the beginning? Totally. Like, I I think, like, so after The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian was phenomenal. I love that show, both seasons, the pacing, storytelling, the writing, um, the acting was great. Like, even um, Bill Burr, like, I'm not a big Bill Burr fan. Yeah. Uh, he was amazing in that. And, like, so they just had a great formula for that. This one kind of has the same, like this show, Book of Boba Fett, seems to kind of have the same problem that the new Star Wars trilogy has, where it's, the vision is just all over the place. There's not like a concise story uh, theme. Like every episode just kind of feels different and it's it just seems all over the place. And this episode did have that problem too. Um it's still, it didn't, each episode feels different, not yeah. in a good way. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, this one was 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 directed by a different person. So this was actually directed by uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. But they did that with the Mandalorian too. The Mandalorian was directed by yeah. several, you know, directors. Sure. Right. So yep. I, but I, I guess it's, was... I guess the problem is like, do they not feed off each other? Is the problem, right? Yeah. Like the director who, yeah, who did a lot three, of... dire- you know, has laid it already the groundwork for episode three. The director who's doing four now needs to look at that and say, okay, how do I keep that that uh, yeah. cohesiveness of what's happening prior to this, right? Yeah. Well, they've had three directors so far. So they've had, yeah. um, uh, what's the main guy? Rodriguez. Uh, yeah. Right? I think his name yeah. is Rodriguez. Um, yeah. He he was a he was the he was the voice for the mayor Robert Robert Rodriguez yeah. yeah so he Robert Rodriguez has done two episodes uh, Bryce Dallas Howard just did the last one mm-hmm. and then the I think second episode was done by Steph Green so they've had you know yeah. three directors uh, so far in the first four episodes um, and yeah sometimes that's usually not an issue um, but this one just feels better. Overall, we finally get to see Boba Fett being a badass. Yeah. So let, let's let's get into the the beginning okay. parts here. Let's kind of break it down here. So the beginning we get right off the bat is he he's basically on his um what is that thing called again? The big elephant thingy. Bantha. Bantha. That's it. I, I really got to remember that Bantha. Okay. So he's <laughs> on the Bantha and he's you know roaming around the desert again. And he's he's at a little camp camp going a little fire going and then he sees these big flashes in the background and this is obviously a continuation of well not a continuation of this is the other story that's happening mm-hmm. while he's on this side of the dunes is the mando is you know fighting fennec right and dealing yeah, with, with from de- season yeah season the one flares that they shot up season one episode five or four i think yeah i, I think it's five yeah season one episode five mm-hmm. and so, you know, we get that sneak peek of when he's walking towards her. And everyone at that time was predicting this is Boba, right? Well, I remember, I remember, yeah, in The Mandalorian when it was like, oh, you hear the spurs. And at that point, the internet was still just like, man, if they shoehorn Boba Fett into this just because it's some Mandalorian, <laughs> like, we're going to be pissed. And they didn't for a long time. So, like, yeah. kudos to them for... See, here, here's here's the thing. There's clearly a a huge overarching story involving the two series because they planted that seed in the beginning of the first season of The Mandalorian and they had Boba Fett and like all of this thought up and figured out. Why does this series have such a problem with pacing? The pacing, that's, yeah. that, that's what my biggest issue with the big Boba Fett is. Yeah. The pacing is all over the place. Yeah. I, I, think, it, I, think it maybe, I think maybe it's because there's a lot of backstory that it has to be. But I mean, Mando had some, did the Mando have backstories? It didn't really yep. have, did it? Yep. It had backstory. It had. It had very um, little though. It was just about him being rescued yeah. by a bunch of Mandalorians, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that, that but was pretty much it. It sprinkled that in. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and it's, I mean that it's I, hard I think, to say because it is in hindsight. So again, once this series is over as a whole, we can then judge it for the pacing. Because 
I love my favorite part of the series are the flashbacks because it's the character building. It's the world building. I love all the Tuscan stuff. Um, I love. Okay. So let me seeing let, what happened after he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Let me ask you this. Should it, should have just done instead of flashbacks, should they have just done a season one with the beginning of this whole thing? Like make the flashbacks, was, make the flashbacks an its actual own, episode. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And honestly, yeah. I think had they done season one of just like him coming out of the Sarlacc pit, him growing up with the Tuscans, him going to Tashi Station and Wrecking House, and like then going to uh, Boba, or then taking over, like getting it up and doing like almost a prequel season. Because I mean, they're only six episodes. So you could do yeah. season one. Season two, maybe even in the the same, same, uh, same maybe, year. I mean, they probably would, the, but like, I think the problem is the reason why they probably didn't do that is because they already showed Boba and Finnick in Mandalorian season two. They're already there, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people probably were impatient. Say, I don't want to see too much backstory. I want to get right into present day Boba Fett, right? So mm -hmm. there's probably. There's probably an argument on both sides. Some people want to see sure. the, you know, the one want to see how he came about from the Sarlacc pit and want to know everything in mm -hmm. detail because they're hardcore fans or they're just fans in general and would just want to see it that way play out. But then there's mm -hmm. a, there's another side, you know, of people that's like, yeah, you know, we we just want little tidbits. We don't need dedicated episodes for this. I I want to talk yeah. about what's happening right now and I want to see how this all intertwines because. Uh, like you mentioned, there is an overall big story here happening as well because Ahsoka TV show is also yep. going to have some of these characters in there, and she's already mm -hmm. made her appearance as well, right? So yeah, there's a there's sort of like a MCU thing that's happening here where there all these shows are sort of going to get together and culminate together in one big probably um, you know finale that's going to have a mm -hmm. big tyrant at the end. Uh, uh, General or Admiral Thrawn is what I've been hearing is yeah. going to be the main focal point uh, as the baddie yeah, there, which is great. He's he's one of very the very tactical, very tactical gentleman yeah, there. One of the best um, legends, yeah, characters, and I'm so happy that they're bringing him into this. Um, now, so my comment about wanting to get maybe like a season of just the backstory, I don't know that. I I think I'm only saying that because i don't care uh, this show has not made me care about the present day stuff you've made that very very clear <laughs> it's like the and like even like while i'm watching it i'm like okay this is fine or whatever but then like it i mean all the last the the trail the, the new trilogy had this too um it's fine to watch and it's entertaining until after the fact and you start thinking about it and you're like He's got wrist rockets. He's got a jetpack. They were all standing around him with shields. Why didn't he just jetpack out of there? Why did they chase him down with the speeder bikes? He could have just jetpacked after. Why did he jetpack? Why isn't he using his damn jetpack? That's the biggest thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, it's uh, it's tough because this is a TV mm -hmm. show that they're trying to do justice for all the Boba Fett fans that have been laughed at for decades, right? Because yeah. Boba Fett, everyone's like, that guy was so useless, right? He showed up for a couple of seasons and off he went into the pit. Yeah. So there was a lot of fans that were like, no, 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 he's badass. He's badass. So they're trying yeah. to do badass, but are they doing badass right now? I'm thinking they're doing sad ass, if you ask me right now. Yeah. 
He's he's had two badass moments. Yeah. When he went to the Toshi station and just like did pulled a roadhouse and just beat up all the dudes there. That was badass. And then in this episode, he, this has been a redeeming episode, uh, I think, for for the series and for Boba Fett. Okay, so he does go and get Finnick. He rescues Finnick, picks her up, and he she's badly hurt. Like she's almost dying, right? She's, yeah. She's she's Anakin state right now where she <clears throat> needs yeah repairs and updates or something. Not repairs, but she needs artificial she's artificial she's, uh, she's, surgery to survive. Right? Flatlining. Yeah. So he takes her to the outskirts of um, Tatooine, uh, not Tatooine, um, Mos Espa, and he mm-hmm. finds a mod shop or mod parlor, yep. whatever you want to call that. Mod parlor, yep. Yeah, and, and then um, he basically goes in there and says, look, I need her to be fixed. And I don't know if you noticed this, but the guy who okay. turned around is Thundercat. That's Thundercat. Yeah. No. Thundercat. I know him. I was like, whoa. Okay. Yo, he turns big- around and... Here's the thing. I, I, okay. So he started walking up and I was, and like the modders were all out there and I was like, okay, cool. And then I start hearing the music in the background and I was like, that sounds like a Thundercat song. And then goddamn Thundercat shows up and I was like, yo. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's a big pop culture kind of guy. He actually has a song called Dragon Ball. Yeah. So yeah, he's dude, a, he's he's a, such a rad dude. I at my old job, I worked with him a bunch. Um, did a bunch. Maybe you could ask, reach out to stuff. him. Do you have contacts with them? Hell yeah. Reach out to yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. Reach out to yeah. him. Say if he wants I to come on the so show. I was so excited. See, and this is another reason why I feel like this should have been episode one because this gave more context to the modders, and then once we, and then when we, if we saw the Power Rangers later, we wouldn't have been like, "What the <laughs> Gal- hell are these Galaxy guys?" Galaxy Rangers. Let's get it right. Whatever. Justin. And on, okay, so there's two things. I think this should have been. This scene should have been way earlier. Because it makes the because that contrast bike is there, that of the bike, Power Rangers. That blue bike with totally. the crazy mirrors, it's there. So she yeah, obviously stole it from this guy, right? Yeah. Well, or no, that's just, that's where they hang out. But I mean, that's his bike. So, so how did she get it? That's the one. No, no, there were a bunch of, uh, a bunch of them outside. So no, that's no, just but, like but where that they hang out, the, the mod shop. One. Yeah, maybe she was in there. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah. yeah. So that's just the mod shop that they all hang out at. Um, and that kind of gave more context to them so then it wasn't such a stark contrast when they showed up. So speaking and of, one okay. one artistic thing I think that they should have done and like so I've I've obviously looked into it a bunch and obviously a lot of people on the internet are saying that the that mod crew don't fit in Star Wars which at first I I agreed but definitely just with the like George Lucas Star Wars, they definitely fit because you know his uh, older works. He always uh, worked in like a lot of like fifties, you know, biker gang and like um, like fifties um, era fashion stuff into a lot of Star Wars stuff. So it does fit that. The only thing that I would say that they don't fit is not in Star Wars because I think there's a place for those cyberpunk Vespa riding whatever. Again, it's just because they're on Tatooine. Had they not made the Vespas shiny, they could have done them the primary colors, the okay. big bright colors, but had them matte. If they okay. had them big let bright me, matte me, colors, I would have been fine with it. Let me interject here for a second. So mm-hmm. I checked, I was looking on the internet as to why this decision was made. Like, what was the reason for this sore thumb? Like, why would they mm-hmm. do that? They know it just sticks out. 
Well, it happened yeah. to be an a nod to George Lucas because that's what I'm saying. Is his, his uh, first movie? Yeah, American, American Graffiti. Graffiti. So or second movie. Yeah, so it blew up right that movie just before Star Wars. So I'm thinking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have done Matt. Yeah, you're right, but I think they really wanted to stick <clears throat> out, and it sure. didn't work. Like honestly, no, it didn't work. Their decision to make them stick out mm-hmm. really, I think, made it cheesy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it made it really it, cheesy. Very cheesy. Yeah. It's like I can't believe this thing is in this. Like you look at the place where they're at. They're in a desert. Yeah. Right. Chrome. Nice paint job don't last in a desert. No, exactly. So, that's that's why I was saying if they had made the paint matte, then it would have been like, okay, that makes sense. They like they still having them those bright colors. It's a statement. They want to do that. And that's the their character development or whatever. And that makes sense. Just realistically being in a two sun desert planet, having chrome shiny paint. That is a that lot of under armor. <laughs> I mean, under uh, yeah. Armor. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, uh, that's a lot of clear coat. Yeah, clear coating. <laughs> Turtle wax. That's it. Turtle wax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they had made the paint matte, it would have been like, okay, that it, that would have been, you know, a, an art, uh, a um, like a artistic direction that they had been like, we need to make these make sense in this universe, and that is just that extra step that I think they missed out on. Yeah. Um. I get the American Graffiti reference and the nods to George Lucas and that aesthetic that he loved to put into a lot of the movies and stuff, and I understand that. Again, it's just like a creative direction that was just like they forgot something. Do we need they to keep step. doing? It, do we need to keep doing these nods to the older movies? Like, can we not get past this now? No, I hate it. <laughs> you, you every hate time it? it happens. Yeah. Every time something like that, like, like uh, this is the. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we need to keep doing this. Like, I'm getting tired of it a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's it's not that long ago, yeah, and it's not like this is the first like thing that they've. Oh, we're bringing this series back. Like when you do it the first time, it's like okay, I, that's that's paying your respect. I don't mind. It's little, like this is the second TV show. Yeah. There's been a new series. Like, I don't mind little Easter eggs, little nuggets, but I don't need to. Sure, I have a fundamental uh, part of the story. The nod, like yeah. if we're talking about these bikes, right? These Vespas. Yeah. Like they should not be a fundamental part of the story that changes it or how people perceive of that episode because everybody just talked about the Vespa. Then nobody even talked about the storyline. No. That, that's when you have a problem when the entire episode has been rolled out and everyone's just talking about shiny floating bikes right? yeah. or Vespas. So that's problematic because. Yep. They should have seen that coming. They should have. They have obviously these test audience that they do before the show is released. I'm mm-hmm. sure somebody in that test audience probably said, "Hi guys, um, I don't even remember the episode because I was so focused on these hideous, shiny, chrome-looking bikes that have yeah. that just stick out like a sore thumb." It's it's so bad that we're talking about it an episode later. Still. Anyways, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> so the mod shop, I think that should have happened a lot earlier because it yeah made them make more sense and she actually does show her um because they didn't want to cover up the waist area but i i remember in the mandalorian she did show mando she did the mechanical yeah. because he was like how did you survive right yeah she's I, just like i, I remember it. i remember killing your ass right so she's like well, <laughs> yeah like she's like hello i've had some work done i'm t1000 now right so watch out mm. bitch i'm coming for you if you get off yep. me on the wrong foot here 
So <laughs> basically, so they form a partnership. It's nice because it it shows how they got <clears> together <throat> and why she's loyal to him too. Because she yeah. she got saved by him, so she mm-hmm. owes everything to him. And she's a loner by trade as well, right? She's an yeah. assassin. She doesn't have a bunch of friends. They don't even <laughs> assassins within their within their own you know gatherings hate each other, right? Because they're all after the same, you know, bounties. So they yeah, don't want to be they're friends all competition. With you. Exactly. They're all competition. If you die, great, fantastic. More work for me, less competition. Right? So yeah. she's a loner by trade, and uh, she's basically taken up by him because of him doing this for her. Like, basically, you know, biggest thing anyone could do for someone is keep them alive. Right? <laughs> Make them not die. Yeah, exactly. So she basically <laughs> pledges indirectly. Right? She doesn't mm-hmm. really say to him that I pledge you know my allegiance or anything like that but she sort of indirectly hints to him that I'll go where you go because I kind of owe you right yeah well he kind of also insinuates that too because he's like all right what do you want in return well I gotta go get my ship back you want to you want to help me out she's like yeah all right we're good we're square after that he's like okay that's fine okay so then we they also so after this they are they're planning on to getting the slave ship Right, because he needs that yeah, slave ship. Slave one. So she has got this little scouter ball that basically goes and kind of goes into Jabba's palace, and this is a great way they showed Jabba's palace. This this is a big sucker. It, it's a palace, yeah. right? It, so we yeah. never got to see the inner workings of this palace. We only got to see where mm-hmm. Jabba lays around, pretty much, and the pit, yeah. and the front door. So we got to see yeah. the cooking areas, which is hilarious because there's a guy, a robot with like. Multiple hands kind of reminds you of General. I, I loved the it's a, it's the a General reference. Grievous, right? It's that's a good. That was a good Grievous uh, reference. <laughs> it was funny, that was right? cool. He's chopping yeah. up salad <laughs> with the knives. And uh, I I was waiting and like partially cringing because uh, I was waiting for some. I thought when that little mouse droid or the rat uh, the rat exterminator droid showed up, I thought he was going to say hello there or something, and I was like, please don't. <laughs> Please don't, please don't. And then they did, and I was like, okay. Um, I okay. So I the the scout droid that she uses, which was super cool. Uh, they had a lot of uh, the audio from it was similar to the probe droids from uh, Return of the Jedi yeah. and or, or Empire Strikes Back. Um, and also it was similar to the uh, scout droid that Darth Maul used, but like a much smaller version. Um, so it's cool seeing the advancements in that. Uh, also. This is just a movie TV thing that always happens, but like when they're like, "All right, we gotta go in quiet," then she's like, "Shh, shh," <laughs> instead of just like cutting yeah. them and then yeah. lightly taking them off. She's like, "No, no, 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 full force, kick them off." And I'm like, "Well, there goes stealth." And but. he does mention that if he had his armor, he would have been able to do this on his own, right? So yeah, he he does need her help to take all these guards down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's she's already proven her worth because. She got them inside the palace. She got the scouting reports on where everything is. So she's already yeah. done so much that this guy couldn't do by himself, right? Yeah, she's already proven she's good at anything. She's a valuable commodity, like like not Absolutely. commodity, but an asset, right? Mm-hmm. So they get in the palace. They've you know they basically they're going around knocking out people, taking out robots. We got to see some cool robot robots, like you said, the the rat. Mm-hmm. Robot that catches rats was hilarious. It just turns yeah. itself off, right? Doesn't want to even deal. Yeah, with it. I'm Boba Fett. I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it I, off. that that was kind of a superfluous line when he's 
at the <laughs> little utility droid, like, do you know who I am? I was like, oh, that's that's not the best writing. Yeah, there, like that's what I mean. This episode wasn't perfect. It's it's it was my favorite of it, but there were still like some parts where I was just like, that was dumb. <laughs> but, so they get the then they get in the ship. They the, get in the, the ship, and he's pretty much destroying half the walls to get out of it. They get out of the ship, and he's like. We get to see Fennec be a badass and it like prove the master assassin really bitch. Good, she's like yeah, marks uh, uh, like a really good marksman, right? So she yeah, takes aim at that device, whatever to open the door. So he's like, Gosh. I got I got to do one thing, you know. I got I got some <laughs> I got some business to take care of. Some business to take care of. See, this is what I mean. So so he they fly over the pipe or the up, straight up just badass. drive by. Those Nyctos had no chance in hell. So the, the swoop bike gang just going down the dunes and he just rocks up with the slave one, just, just and annihilates them all. As he should, because his friends and the tuxes were stone cold. No remorse. Nope. No, that's it. Well, you saw some pain. It, like it was there were some good face shots where he was just like you could feel like well, I like, think yeah. maybe that's more of anger and disgust of what happened. To yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. there was no so remorse was at all. He's not, he's not like, oh, I should have no, no, done, no. done that. I shouldn't have done that. No, no, no. no it, it was, was like, like some pain, as in just like this is for them. It's almost like I should, I should circle back and just do another round of shots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just but that's to what make I mean. Sure. Like, this is the episode we get to see him be a bad. He's he's been pretty soft this whole thing. And she says and that you've been soft. You're getting soft. There. Yeah. And like, and he's when like, he's no, like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to show up with guns. And like in the last episode, when they go to the mayor's office and she flashes her gun and he's like, oh, was that really called for? It's just like, come on, dude, calm your tits. Like she showed a gun to get to get into a room like, yeah, you're Boba Fett. You shouldn't be afraid of showing somebody a gun. Do you think that they made an error by making him soft in the yes. first couple of episodes because what they're probably yep. going to do is try to make him look hardcore near the end. But is that too totally. late? Well, that's what I mean by the um, the feel of the episodes. He feels like a completely different person in this one. Over the, like, episode two and episode four, those feel like the same Boba Fett. Episode yeah. three, out of nowhere, he's just like, oh, I don't know. Oh, how do I do this? Oh, wait, how come we, how come they don't like me? And then like episode two, he's just like, all right, uh, those are the guys. Okay, I'll go deal with it. And then he just goes and rocks his shit together, rocks his shit. And then episode four, he's just like, all right, cool. I got my ship. We snuck in there shot a bunch of dudes, beat up some dudes. I got something to take care of. Let me go kill all the guys who killed all my friends. Cool. Next. Well, he went into Jabba's palace, stole his ship back. Killed a bunch mm-hmm. of bikers in one episode. That is yeah. more badass than we've gotten seen in the last three episodes combined. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. And he's not like a, apart from the, when he was running around trying to catch the rat catching droids. I think that bit went on for a bit long. Yeah. Um, I didn't really need to. Cause see I was that. just like, yeah, I was like, all right, come on. Like it almost was slapstick. It was shoehorn, just like, co- it was shoehorn comedy moment. That's what it was. Yeah. And it was not necessary. Yeah. I, I, I could care and less it, about and that. And it made him, again, that was the only part of the episode that made him kind of look like a bumbling idiot. Yeah. He has borderline been Mr. Magoo a couple times where he's just like, let's go to the bar, meet the guys. Oh, no, there's bad guys around us. How do I get out? I'm going to shoot a rocket. Oh, no, I fell over. 
And this episode definitely made him more methodical, more of a badass, and not a pushover. Which I so, guess you could argue is character development because he's starting from square one yeah, again. I mean, they're trying, to, it, they're again, trying to show the good side of Boba, I guess, right? <clears throat> but I, yeah, I don't need to see too much of that. Nobody cares. Nobody's tuning like, in to see the joking, bumbling jo- Boba Fett. Yeah, we don't no, want to no, know nobody that Boba said, Fett's actually said, a good guy wait. and he's super nice. I can't wait for Boba to crack some jokes. Nobody's watching yeah. that. Nobody cares for we, that. Right? We want to see the Boba Fett Mafia movie, and that's what this episode has started to feel like. So before he gets to the Mafia side of things, he still has one more other business to take care of, a very famous business to take care of. He takes his ship, and he goes, I need to find my Beskar armor. So that's the first time we hear him saying Beskar armor in this episode. That confirms, yeah, there's a, a lot of legends yeah. uh, confusion that it was Beskar, but that was, that was cool go. for them. Because now, now they get to the Sarlacc pit, they yeah. go to the, the sand barge. And then she's like, it'll be disintegrated. And he's like, no, Pesca. <laughs> yeah, not Pesca armor. That stuff is, that stuff is dope. Uh, yeah. It's the best metal in the galaxy. So he tilts over the, the slave ship <laughs> and like purely basically going right into it, right? And he's, yeah. like, he's like, it's so dark in here. And they're like, you know, let me just flip the switch, right? <laughs> turn on the lights. How do you, how do you not again, know how to turn on the lights again, on the ship? There's just like <laughs> little bits that are just like, that was poorly written. Because it's like, I can't see a thing. It's like, this is your ship. You know it has headlights. Exactly. Just take that line out, and instead of just being like, uh, flick. Click, okay, click, there we that's go. That's it, flick, turn like, the lights on. That That's what I mean. It's just like, there's a couple parts here and there where it's just like, that was uncalled for. That is poor writing. Yeah. That is bad planning. This is his ship. This is his, like, canon, canonically, this is his ship that was passed down from his father. This okay. kid... He is grown up in the ship. He knows where the headlight button is. Can I can I ask one thing? Why is he looking for the armor in the pit when he crawled out of the pit with the armor on? Uh, he was I mean, aware of what he was doing, super, was he not? Probably not. He got the shit kicked out of him by a Jawa, so there's probably some brain damage there. No, no, but he, he also was super dying. Yeah. He got he came out, then he got shit kicked. Yeah. He came out dehydrated because he's been in there, apparently, because he said I was in there for years. So he's been in there a long ass time, dehydrated, covered in acid, and malnourished. Crawls out, like with within an inch of his life. Then gets his head bashed in by a Jawa's uh, ion cannon. So that line I didn't, or that whole sequence I didn't mind because it's like, dude's got some brain damage and dehydration and was not in his best mind. So when he okay, woke I'll, up, I'll, I'll, since not you put it with that the way, armor, I'll, I'll give a pass. I'll give a pass. But I still find yeah. it weird that you, you know you sure. know what you're doing. You there is an argument way, on either side. You walked. Uh, you you punched your way through a sand. You should know what you're doing at that point. You're consciously mm-hmm. aware, right? But okay, maybe chalk it up to survival and everything sure. else was off, right? It was the survival skills and or more. maybe he was just going there to double check. Yeah, maybe maybe he fell through or something. Okay, so anyways, he doesn't find it there. He's pissed off. But then all of a sudden the the Sarlacc pit activates, right? <laughs> opens up. Well, yeah, because she's like num, it's num, 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 like Cookie Monster, right? And like uh, Audrey Two from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> and <laughs> feed me, Seymour. And they drop the seismic bomb. Oh, right? the seismic charge. Charge, charge. Sorry, seismic so charge. Good. And uh, what does she say? She says something like, 
She says, she some, says another stupid throwaway some, line some, that yeah, again, I was like, cliche fire line. In the hole. Yeah, fire in like, the hole. There it is. Right. Yeah. The, the right. stupid line, like, fire in the hole. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, Man, that could have been done deal. better. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, so boom, it blows down, up, chair. right? And um, makes that beautiful sound. Yeah. Boom. Whatever it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then they basically like, oh, I guess it's not here. And then you see tentacles all over the sand and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, well, you need to get to a Bacta tank, right? Bacta yeah. tank, Bacta tank. Bacta tank, right? And that's when we find out uh, why he does this, because it's to basically repair his body that's been yeah. so badly damaged. Um, From the stomach acid of Here's the other thing. Like, he decided to go crawl in there again to check. If I yeah. ever was in a situation like that, I would never, I don't care how important something fell in there, I would go back into that hole again. But, well, it's dead. For Still, a, and for like B, psychologically, the, after the after the purge, so after Order sixty six, um, and this is all canon. After Order sixty six, uh, the Empire took over Mandalore, and they, um, that's why the Beskar that Din Djarin was getting was stamped with the Imperial logo, was because they took over Mandalore and essentially, um, took over the stock of all Beskar. So that's yeah. why it's super rare and really difficult to find. So the fact that he's just like that uh Boba Fett's like has Beskar armor and he's like, I need that. It's easily the in his mind, that's irreplaceable. Cause he's again, he's just like the you can't find this stuff anywhere. And if somebody shoots me uh right now, it will go through me. But if I have that it doesn't do anything so he's like i'll take some stomach acid and a couple layers of my skin off for for this so rest in peace are like pet you will be missed forever mm-hmm. you are no longer part of the boba pet boba fett lore so rest yep. in peace to him uh, to her or him whatever it is or both um so now we get into this mafia business right mm-hmm. but before that we have a little bit of a cameo from our favorite wookie uh, not our favorite Wookiee, but becoming one of our favorite Wookiees. It's 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 up there again. He, he he's got this a lot was to a do. Redeeming, still, yeah, redeeming. There you go. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, this was a redeeming episode for a lot of things. And so Wookiee go goes to the, the bar. <laughs> what? Yeah. A Wookiee goes to the bar. It sounds like a joke that I'm about to start. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a priest. So a Wookiee, Wookiee walks into a bar. Yeah, yeah, Wookiee walks into a bar and he's just having some, you know, Coors beer, and he's just juggling it down all over his beard. It just. You know, it's like a biker <laughs> it's gang. So right? good, just yeah, you know, just you know, having his drink, and then he sees a bunch of uh, Trandoshians, right? Yep. And he just, and they're just you know having a good time, and then you know they're making some money, right? You know, they got some uh, girls in there hanging out with them, and this guy is just getting pissed. Well, Trandoshians and Wookies uh, have hate a history. each other because have a history. They do because Trandoshians enslave Wookies, <laughs> so. You see his uh, charge, you know, um, what do you call it? <laughs> his, his knuckle dusters. <laughs> yeah. His spiky, uh, you know, his uh, spiky, what's it called? Um, the bra- well, actually, brass, brass knuckles, right? Brass knuckles. Yeah. Well, the, those are surgically implanted. Those are actually his knuckles that he then later had 
taserified. So like he has, he's got like metal knuckles, There's metal spiked knuckles. There's a lot of mods, <laughs> a lot of mods in yeah. this show, right? There is. We yeah. haven't seen tattoos though. We need to see tattoos. Right? Yeah, we need to see we need some more of that. tattoos. Come on, <laughs> a lot of jewelry, but get not some, enough ink. <laughs> yeah, get some, get some more mirror lookins, mirror Luke, mirror lurk, lookins. So, which one is that? Am I? So, anyway, remembering things. You're you're getting off topic here. <laughs> Nope. This was the talk it. No, those so, are the blind people. So he, he basically gets up and says, yeah, I had enough of this crap. I'm going to put an end to this, right? And uh, he just lays a beating on these guys. I felt bad for them. Like, I mean... They Again, were like- <laughs> we get to see... We see, and the last episode, the fight scene... There were a couple cool shots. There were some good hits. There was some okay choreography, but like all in all, it was just like he got overpowered by a bunch of spy kids and forgot his guns and uh, didn't really have a plan. This part, this scene, it was just like, all right, cool. Chrysanthemum's a, a badass, and you just see him just just wreck everything around him, throw some some fists. And then you see what's her name, the the owner, the maitre yeah, d of the yeah. bar or whatever. Yeah. She comes up and it was it was cool for her because you get to see how much influence and how much of like a uh, um how what's the term when you, you con- how controlling she is and how she can, manipulated. She, she, yeah, she, how, she, how she, manipulative she is and what she normally goes for is just like being able to manipulate people like and that. She's and she's pretty good, man. Like, she's pretty good. Yeah. I'll tell you that. It, makes, then me, it just like, makes me wonder if she's got other things happening. Exactly. So yeah, I, the, yeah. it's kind of set the scene for her. So it was like, okay, she's a manipulator. She's not just like the owner of a bar. She obviously has some some other skills that she uh, implements very regularly. Like the fact that she went up to a pissed off drunk Wookiee who's about yeah, to tear the and, arms and off of a train ocean. Full of confidence. Full of confidence and just goes, I can handle this. Like... She's a badass. She's she's got experience <laughs> from other situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's trying to convince him. Like she's willing to wipe his whole tab, right? Yeah. Just to let the guy go. Just drop the guy, and we'll wipe the whole tab off, and everything will be forgiven. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Wookie can't can't do it. Wookie just goes. <laughs> Wookie takes you, the arm off. <laughs> yeah. Just, you you think he's gonna be like okay, all right, and then he just like. Rips the arm off and then pays his tab. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no I'll, I'll pay my tab, but I'm gonna rip. <laughs> yeah, this guy's I'm not arm a monster. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna rip this guy's arm off though. And there's a lot yeah. of in Star Wars. There's a lot of hands being cut off, is it not? Yep. You know, yep. Um We saw with the uh, uh, the ca- cantina characters that we did. Uh, mm-hmm. They got his arm ripped off. That was never even on the show, right? His hand was ripped yep. off or something like that. And then we yep. had um, who else? We had. Uh, well, well you Anakin, was Anakin, deleted. Got his, Anakin got his limbs. Well, yeah, cut. Anakin, yeah. Luke, um, uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, a lot of arms being and, ripped off. And <laughs> uh, there was a deleted scene for the Force Awakens where the slaver, uh, Chewie rips his arm off and beats him with it. And I think it's a shame were, that they had, yeah, had, had that as. I think I think uh, Han Solo at, at one point mentioned it to to something in the movies. I I can't yeah. remember. Like something about Chewie's yeah when they're Chewie- playing uh yeah yeah, yeah that's game, it yeah, yeah whatever he's like he's like well why shouldn't I 
why should I be afraid of a Wookiee? Or no, why, why, you should be. Why should you because be more of afraid of a mad Wookiee than a mad droid? Because droids don't generally rip people's arms off when they lose <laughs> games. That's awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, so basically, and Boba shows up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm wondering, did he show up because he knew was he was in there? Or did he show up to go talk to? The owner of the uh, yeah, bar. I think that was just a he just knew that he I was think, there. a happy accident. Uh, no, I I think it felt like a happy accident because I I was curious why he he did show up there. Um, well, I thought he showed but, up there because to get reinforcements for the big meeting. Yeah, I thought I thought he was just going to go in there to meet up with some people or whatever, and then Black Chrysanthemum showed up and he's like, and he's like, all right, he'll do. <laughs> I don't need to have many. I just need this one guy right here. That's yeah, it. yeah. And yeah, he's like, do you want a job? Like. Is he already offering everybody a job? And here's my other question. Did he not mm-hmm. already hire a bunch of people to do this? Yeah, but... <laughs> Where are those guys? Where are those, bike- Where are those Galaxy Rangers? They don't even are there anymore. Like, he yeah, hired, like, but- six of them. Are they not enough? Yeah, well, so this is, again, why I feel like this episode should have been earlier. Because um, then it shows... Because, like, when he hired those kids... And it's, he's like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you hiring them? And then later in the that episode, like last episode, they failed to show their usefulness because they let a giant pissed off Wookiee in there and didn't didn't raise any alarms, even though they're all <laughs> piped full of the internet and but I mean, cyberpunk. Hey, in fairness, though, that palace could have many different entrances that we don't even know. Sure. About, secret entrances. But, but yeah. But-, but I'm saying so like it. So in this episode shows him okay he hired them not necessarily out of charity but he's just like okay you guys owe me because you you you're good people you you saved her and she's one of my you know most valuable assets so okay there's more of you cool you guys are all right uh i see you're in a bit of sticky trouble come join me come join the the family so again makes more sense of that episode um but yeah they they prove that they were pretty much useless for being guards i think some of the elements of this show this episode should have been at the beginning but obviously the mm-hmm. the blacker strategy and him having the you know yeah the the conflict in the beginning should be first instead of this mm-hmm. so yeah yeah certain elements especially uh especially the the relationship and history of finnick and him definitely I'm, should have been at the very beginning of this series it, it i'm just, excited for for what the internet tends to do for things like this is uh, once the entire season's out, somebody will do a re-edit and kind of cr- chronologically that play something. Because in- that's insane. I think that would be better to watch. Yeah. If we had half the season of the flashbacks and then the second half. See, okay. I don't think they should have done two seasons because they're, I don't think that there's enough content for two seasons. I think they should have done first four episodes, all flashback. Or like the previously on whatever. Yeah, yeah. And showing him getting out of the Sarlacc pit, going through the Tuscans, meeting the uh, saving Fennec, getting like first half of the season was getting up to the Mandalorian. Then the second half was everything after. I think that would have been paced better and made more sense because it is kind of jarring. And especially at this point when we're like halfway, more than halfway through the season. And I'm like, you're still doing flashbacks. Okay. Even though I love the flashbacks, but it's I mean, still just like, like I said, like pick it, a lane and just go forward. I, I, I think you'll have arguments from the other side as well. Like they, they don't want to deal with all the history too much. They want to rather have it sprinkled in, but 
there's a lot to talk like his history is not just a simple history. This no. is his history has been argued and theorized for decades. Is he alive? Mm-hmm. Is he not alive? You know what happened yeah, to him? Yeah, it's an important part. I so, think. yeah, like when you say that it should have been dedicated episodes, I I want to agree with you on that because like I said, like his history is an important part uh mm-hmm. and it's not a simple flashbacks and I think honestly they missed the they missed the mark on this. They really should have done the beginning, you know, of everything and sort of made this everything in chronological order. It just yeah. would have flowed better. It, it would have been more to look forward to, and and it would make sense more to me, and I guess to you as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys who are listening to us disagree, let us know as well, right? We would love to hear you guys' comment on that at Astonishing and our on our social media outlets or even on our YouTube channel here. Leave a comment. Um, all right, so they get uh, the you know the final scene is when they get everybody into the the big dinner, the mafia dinner, yeah. right? Which we've been seeing seen, in the trailer and been waiting since for it day one, yeah. And they finally sit down. You have the Trandoshians, the Aqualish, and the Clatunian, Clatunians, right? Clatunians. Yeah. Um, so you get the three factions, and they're all bosses in their own part of Mos Espa, and they're sitting down having a you know conversation with him. And he is basically saying that, look, uh, the pikes are coming. They're going to be kicking <clears> some ass. Yep. We need to band together and rid of these guys. And then the argument from the one dude, um, Cl- uh, Clitorn- I think, Cl- uh, Clitunian, yeah. I think it's yeah, yeah, Clitunian, yeah. And he's basically like, I don't like that dude, first of all. He really annoys me right off the bat because he was the one yeah. that was trying to trouble, right? He was basically trying to get, you know, was trying to fire back and say, no, this is your problem, not our problem. And Bob was yeah. like, hey, listen, we're all going to stand to get benefit from, if we band together, we're going to benefit together, right? Because yeah. once the pike's gone, the economy will flourish, and I want to make sure that everybody gets their fair share. This is a new regime. It's not like Jabba where we're going to take everything from you guys. So these guys obviously don't have to believe him and won't believe him because who the heck is he? He hasn't done anything for them, Right. What are your thoughts on that scene? Um, yeah, it was good. I I do like that it wasn't just like we need to band together and then everyone was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. I do like there the there was some pushback. Yeah, resentment. Um, yeah, yeah, and like his his point being, and it is realistic as far as just like how mafia movies go. They're just like, well, what's in it for me? So it wasn't so much like, no, I won't do it. He was just like, well, it sounds the. The uh, acquisition's argument was essentially just like, this sounds like a you problem. And (laughs) yo, that guy straight up annoyed me. I was getting annoyed. I was getting frustrated just listening to that guy. Sure. (laughs) And, but I mean, Boba's sentiment back was just like, if, you know, the the reason why he's pulling them all together, he's like, because if we don't deal with this now, it's going to become an everyone problem. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but he, his argument was just like, why should I, give you guys to spill their blood over a you problem. Like he makes a point. He makes a point. Can't fault the man for stating the obvious. Like why should we, you know, put our skin into the teeth? Our next. So yeah. Right. So they currently pay us. So right now they're not a problem for me. And watch, he's going to be the first one to die. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The pikes are coming, buddy. The pikes are coming. Yeah. But it was good. The, the kind of compromise of just being like, all right, well, you don't have to help us. But just stay neutral. And I do like when he was like, when they come to you to to betray me. Yeah, stay neutral. And they're just like, all right. 
Yeah, and then um, and then what did he say? He, the, well, before that, he had to feed his rancor, right? Oh yeah, that's he, right. They he, were like, he had to give "Why don't we just all? Yeah, why don't we just kill you and and take it?" And then the rancor shows his claws through the thing, and everyone just like, "Ooh!" <laughs> <laughs> so the rancor's already taken good. taken to Boba as his as his yeah. leader, right? As his pet, like Boba is basically the boss. The rancor is the pet, mm-hmm. and it's taken to him. It's going to be loyal to him, which is so weird to think that because I never thought rancors were like that. But hey, yeah. Um, Cool. He feeds him a little, you know, steak or a yeah. T-bone, and he's all happy. He's yeah. like, right? You know, all happy. Yum, num, num, num. <laughs> and um, so p- pretty much this, uh, you know, they all walk out of the, the place. You know, I don't know if they're going to agree to his terms, but they said they are. They're all going to, yep. they accepted his terms. Uh, we'll, we'll be neutral. Uh, yep. I, I found well, I think that, that was kind of the... The plan was to have them all in a room to also keep them all accountable. So not not going into each one individually and be like, "Hey, will you yeah. will you help me out?" Oh, okay. But like, have them all in a room. And be like, "Okay, we're all watching. We see. We all agreed on this." Um, over and under, how many of them are going to stay neutral? Uh, that's a good question. I think there's three of them. Uh, want to yeah. say one out of the three will stay <clears throat> neutral? Yeah, two of them. Will I think be, two of them will betray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I think one. it'll be a one will stay neutral. The other two probably will betray. Yeah, I think the acquisitions definitely. Um, I think the Trandoshians, and... just because you know uh, Black Constantian has a chance to go beat up some of them. Yeah. Well, that okay. So. Okay. Well, let's let's finish the the episode bit because then it'll be speculation okay, yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. So then, yeah, they're they're up on the top of the castle, and then they're just like, "Do you trust him?" And he's like, "I ex- I expect them to look out for their own interest." And she's like, "Do you have any money?" And he's like, "I got money." She's like, "All right." And he's like, "But we, we need his muscle." And she's like, "Yeah, money money buys that." And then you hear the Mandalorian theme because she's like, "Oh, I know I know some people. Or I know where to get some." And then you hear Mando's theme in the background. Oh so man, we might we might get. And at this point. Okay, so then the episode ends. Okay, speculation time. See, this is this is why I'm. This is my favorite episode so far <laughs> because of, because, because af, after the last episode, didn't give a shit about the next episode. I was just like, all right, I guess I'll wait till see what they do. I wasn't like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen next. And like this episode ended, and I was like, oh, cool. There's things that I'm gonna look forward to. So you hear the Mandalorian's theme. So that's a hint that. Mandalorian's going to be in the next episode or next, you know, Costca within maybe? the next couple Costca episodes. Reeves? Costca Reeves could be too, Bo-Katan. And at this point, Mando is, well, okay, Din Djarin is Mandalore. Or he is Mandalore. He has a saber, So he can command he, the whole fleet. He can. Yeah. So there could be a big Mandalorian fight, which would be badass. Then you would actually get to see Mandalorians use their goddamn jetpack when they need to, uh, instead of just standing around like an <laughs> asshole and getting punched in the face. So, um, and uh, we could probably see Cad Bane, because he works for the Pikes a lot. Um, you know what and- I'd like to see? That big badass dude from the Mandalorian show, the uh, Armor Mando. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave oh, like, Filoni. Oh yeah, Dave or, Filoni. No, no, no. Yeah, Dave, was no, no, it Dave Filoni? Uh, no, no, it was um the other gentleman. Not uh, Dave, Dave Filoni. Um, the stocky guy, the 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 chef. 
<laughs> the chef. <laughs> no, the chef. Uh, uh, John Favreau. Yeah, I would love to see John Favreau uh, reprise that role. The heavy Mando. That's what his name was. Heavy Mando. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That guy had the Gatling gun or whatever. Yeah. Just knocking down people. <laughs> yeah, so speculation. You were saying Mando arrives with some people. Um, I'm going to be saying that um, Black Astrastatian, whatever his name is. <laughs> Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Why do I get his name wrong all black the time? Crustacean. It just, I, I want to keep crab. saying like Kardashians or something. <laughs> 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 oh, your dog's getting all crazy here in the background. Yeah, get there, buddy. He's it there. He's he's ready for episode five. <laughs> no, the, the other dogs, our neighbor dogs, are barking. So then, ah, okay, Dio's, okay. Dio's now just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I want to get yeah, in there too. too. Well, this will be a perfect time to kind of end our episode here because we've you know gone pretty deep into it. This episode. Hold on. Uh, just yeah. I can I can edit all this out. Just hold on. Dio, leave it. Also, I just got in the mail a new jacket for him. So now he's got a denim jean jacket. <laughs> That's awesome. So now he's a badass. You're a cool guy, aren't you? Yeah. You drive motorcycles. You're cool. Um, okay. There. Well, cut in there. So I think Cad Bane's going to show up. I think Mandalorians, plural, are going to show up. And I also think that they'll probably bring in Bosk. Mm-hmm. Because Black Chrysanthemum and Bosk have a history. So do um, Boba Fett. Um, and so I think that they're going to bring what in What about some Bosk. of the other bounty hunters that we saw in the older Star Wars movie? Like Trandoshan bounty hunter? Yeah, that's Bosk. No, no, I mean like... Do, are, okay, yeah, I know that's Bosk, but I'm saying like, are we going to see other bounty hunters like Trandoshans, bounty hunters, like not just him, but others? Oh. Are we going to see like... Are we going to see waves of each one of these factions... Bringing their own kind of people in there. Bringing their own muscle? Yeah, maybe, because yeah. one of them is going to be loyal, right? I'm wondering one of these guys, or if, if all of them maybe, that they're, mm-hmm. you know, sat in that table. I wonder if they were going to bring in their own muscle and show, so, and, yeah. show loyalty to him. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think that's going to happen? Bring in their own champions for... Oh, for champions the, or their the own yeah. muscle, whatever yeah. you want to call it, yeah. to show loyalty. Do you think that'll happen? Or do you think that all three of them just kind of back away and say, you know what? Let him go kill himself. Who cares? Well, so we've got, what, two episodes left? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, yeah, not. It a feels whole rushed, lot of- doesn't it? It feels rushed. Um, because we haven't even seen any of the pikes really do anything. No, we haven't. I don't think it feels rushed. Again, I just think the pacing's off. I think. I think we could have had another two more episodes to this show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think another two episodes of buildup of because right got, now you would have got you two I, episodes to give you a full backstory. Yeah, and well, right now I don't care about the bad guy. I don't like nobody cares. Pikes, who, who, what? Yeah, exactly. They're just like, oh, they run spice. Never, and they never shot at some Tuscan Star Wars like, lore. Okay. Did I ever fear the Pikes? No, like, and the huts are not. Uh, like they're just like, okay, sorry, we sent an assassin. Here's the, here's the prize. Okay, bye. It's like, okay, why aren't you a threat? So you, yeah. you're not a problem. I mean, they probably will show up and be like, lol, J.K. We actually do want it. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't care about the the villain. I don't know who the villain is, which I don't think is a 
good choice in writing because <laughs> right now you've got Boba Fett who you've managed to make weaker and less smart and intelligent. I'm not like, oh, he's so cool. And I don't really care who the bad guy is because you haven't established that. And now at the tail end of this, the season, you're like, okay, our hero is now not useless. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so that, that's what I mean. Like with the whole backstory, like, and again, I don't know that I would be saying I want more of the flashbacks to be the focus. If the, present day stuff wasn't poorly executed. I think if they had made him more competent and less like just forgetful and just kind of useless through a lot of the engagements and fights and stuff, then I would have been like, Oh, I want to see more of the new stuff. Cause he's, you know, it's Boba Fett and he's cool and he's being a yeah. badass and yeah. this is what I want to see, but they didn't do any of that. And they made him just like an average dude. And then so I'm like, all right, well, obviously I'm going to like all of the backstory because that's an interesting take on stuff and it's cool to watch. Well, so, he's, got, he's got two episodes to really show you that he is still the badass. And yeah. I, I think they will pull it. They have to pull it off, yeah. right? They, they've got to do it. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's uh, we're up to the hour here almost. Let's kind of wrap yep. it up here. Uh, let's give it a score out of 10. So I'm going to put this one at an eight and I think I'm going to, in general, lower all of my other scores by one. Oh, wow. Okay. I was going to give this a 7.5, but then when he took the arm off, I'm like, this is an eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this was, this was a good episode and yeah, it's, I, I've had it's, more it's time eight. to it's think. I know we yep. sc generally we score high here, but because we're nice yeah. people. But if it's a stinker, we're I mean, I'm give... enjoying it. Yeah, like it's it's not terrible. Like there's people who are like, no. oh, it's terrible. It's a five out of ten. Okay, well, it's not that bad. Relax, right? It it it, it had his moments, and you know, last week's yep. episode we should have lower, maybe lowered our score by point five. Um, but you know, we are nice people here. We don't want to poo poo <laughs> on everything. And uh, when it is time to poo poo, we will do it. We'll make sure. But yeah, 8 out of 10, I think, is a fair score for this episode. Uh, let's see what happens next week, episode 5. It looks It's coming yep. down to the wire here. Uh, we're expecting I'm, some I'm action. If I don't see action, again. if I don't see action or at least a gathering of people getting together to like an uh, assemble of team, like the Avengers coming together, uh, I'm yeah. going to be a little bit disappointed next week. So Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I think now we are completely done with the... I think actually, okay, so the flashbacks, I think we are 100% done with those. Yeah, I think so. Mainly because, well, mainly because the whole um, delivery method, they, like, they established, oh, you're done healing, which means you don't have to go into the back to tank, which is where you have the flashbacks. But I think that was kind of them being yeah, like, yeah. Hey, we're done with the flashbacks. Yeah, that's, He's got a, a that's, ship a, that's and, their nod to saying, yep, no more of this. We're done. We're yeah. straightforward now. Yeah. Which is fine. So yeah. yeah. Cool. No so it'll deal. be the next two episodes of no flashbacks. Um possibly no hopefully. Flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But um all right. Okay. All right, cool. Uh yeah. So anybody who's listening, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. 
Um, if you want to watch us on YouTube, go ahead and go to our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, li like and subscribe. Show some support. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. Let's push us out there. Tell your friends, family, everybody, you know, mom, uncle, dad, you know, you know your grandpa, whatever, anybody and everybody, friends at work, go subscribe to our channel, support us, and we'll be bringing you awesome content all the time. And right, we also Justin? give away prizes every month. So if yes, you comment and, and if subscribe. you want to know about the prizes, go watch our videos because we talk about the prizes in our review channel. So go ahead and check that out on Astonishing News and Reviews. Why and what we're giving away every month. All right. Uh, so yeah, wherever you are in the world or the universe, our galaxy far, far away, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. And we are Bye, out. Bye, Internet.